Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Business Key Podcast with your hosts, Ochiko and Debbie. So today we'll be looking at BT and why they've slashed so many jobs and uh, what the future outlook looks like for, for BT. So, so Debbie, can you take us through? Yeah, sure. So there was a report out this week that BT announced that they would be cutting up to 55,000 jobs from now to 2030. And they said up to a fifth of these job cuts um, will be replaced by AI. So those jobs will will no longer exist and AI will uh, do those jobs going forward. And it comes amid somewhat of a trend. Um, There's been many companies um, of late that have announced quite huge job cuts. Um, And actually for BT, um, I believe their workforce at the moment is 130,000. So if they cut 55,000 jobs, that's, you know, over 40% of their workforce um, is due to be to be cut. And it seems like AI is a major contributor to their decisions to cut all of these jobs. Um, what, what are your thoughts on that initial sort of just that in- initial announcement of the job cuts before we delve a little bit deeper? Well, it's a big, uh, big, big surprise that, it's, that they're already thinking of of doing it already. I suppose I assume that companies would already be in the future be looking to well, I suppose that's been the talk isn't it the talk of the town that AI is going to be taking people's jobs but I didn't realize it was going to be so fast that they were looking to implement it so I think it's interesting I think it's it's certainly a wake-up call for a lot of people to maybe start reevaluating their jobs and looking at you know um what they can do to upskill and be better but then also you know uh, what, maybe what else they can do as well um, in the meantime. So I think it's it's an interesting one. How, how do you look at it? Yeah, I agree. So ChatGPT is the main AI software that everyone's talking about at the moment. But ChatGPT was only launched in November 2022. And now it's, you know, May, June 2023. And, you know, the largest, one of the largest employers in, in the UK, you know, the largest sort of uh, telecoms company in the UK is already announcing that due to AI, and I guess the advancements in the technology, they're going to cut jobs and replace these jobs or some of these jobs with AI. It's quite shocking, actually. Just like you said, how swift the, how swiftly they're they're looking to implement this this change. It's you know you think usually with sort of these large decisions for these companies, it takes a lot of time and a lot of you know data to sort of you know, sort of ratifying their decisions. So for them to sort of not just make the decision but announce it publicly so quickly, yeah, it's quite shocking. Yeah, and but just to just to caveat that they did say it's over the next decade, so it's over the next ten years. But even so, I mean, we don't know. I mean, they say over the next ten years, but that could be anything from you know one year, two years, five years. It could be, it could be, it could it could be much sooner than ten years. So, especially with how quickly that AI is evolving, but it's uh it's a massive number. We're talking forty two percent of 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 the workforce. So that's quite a huge number. And um, I think it was customer service jobs, isn't it? Customer service jobs. So imagine that would be things like uh, perhaps the call center. Call center is probably one. It's probably likely to be uh, one of the major ones. Maybe the admin. Maybe some of the admin that they were doing might be part of it as well. Might be customers. Maybe customer support as well. Perhaps. Yeah. I like think, troubleshooting. Yeah, I think. I think it will probably stretch quite far and quite wise um so i think the week prior bt one of bt's main competitors vodafone also announced that they'd be cutting jobs as well so they'd be they announced that they'd be cutting 
up to a fifth of their workforce, um, 11,000 jobs. Um, Vodafone said that they would be cutting jobs due to, you know, they want to improve efficiencies. So they want to just reduce, you know, their, their overall cost base. BT have taken a stance of, you know, they're doing these job cuts to make things, you know, more smoother and um, more faster. And, you know, they want to have a more seamless service for customers. So they're sort of trying to spin it as this would be better for for customers. And also um, the reason why I, I don't think these job cuts will be limited to customer service type jobs is because they are currently doing a, a you know major project with regards to their fiber optic networks. And what they've said in their statement is, once this is complete, they will also reduce jobs or perhaps some of these 55,000 jobs will be incorporated uh, because um, people that maintain or build networks currently, um, they won't be needed anymore because the fiber optic uh, network will be able to run a bit more seamlessly and therefore won't require as much staff as their existing networks. So even people that are quite, you know, you know very very skilled and you know the very technical you know building networks and maintaining networks i'm sure that's a very skilled and specialized jobs even they potentially will have their jobs at risk soon or like you said within the next decade um as they implement further changes in order to um make their product more seamless and faster but also reduce their cost base at the same time it's a massive uh it's quite it's quite incredible how quick the the pace of change has been like you said, from launch to now. And uh, I suppose maybe the thoughts of it has been quite negative so far in terms of, you know, job cuts and so on. But what what, what would we say would be the positives of it that we can think about? The positives of... Of ChatGPT, because I feel like AI. it's... Yeah. I think... I think... Um, so for an employee, for example, if you're able to use AI and you can incorporate that into your task. It could perhaps remove some of the admin burden off of your plate. Uh, if you do have quite a lot of admin tasks to do um, or a lot of routine tasks, it could potentially mean that you can, you know, have the AI assist you in doing these more routine. Perhaps these routine tasks might become mundane and you might be able to focus on more interesting, exciting, innovative projects that might make your time at work more enjoyable. Um so that's actually a good point, actually, because if you think about a lot of these, like, um, maybe, you know, when you're like, uh, let's say you don't have as much experience, they tend to give you more of the menial task, quote unquote, let's say. So I, I guess maybe this is something that actually would be quite useful when you're when you're doing it, as you know, it can help you to save time in doing those, uh, quote unquote, menial tasks. And then, you know, maybe you have more time to to learn and do more of the more value add value add, uh, value adding tasks that you know is more interesting as well so it could be a benefit yeah could that that could be one of the benefits for the junior employees for sure yeah i think um all, all employees across the board um it might also so because you're perhaps not like you said not doing the more menial or mundane re- repetitive or routine tasks you might be able to um you sort of utilize your creativity a little bit more than you might be able to currently do uh, which might again make your job more enjoyable um but again it does then also mean that there probably will be job job losses uh, because you may not need need as large of a workforce if um a large part of the tasks they're routine for a reason they're routine because they have to be done but if these can be done by ai then that means that you can get rid of of staff but okay so because bt is in the broadband and telecom sort of industry 
but what industries would you say do you think might be most at risk to AI in terms of you know replacing their jobs so to speak I think uh, admin admin um, roles administrator administrator roles uh, so certainly yeah administrator roles so anything that would be for example maybe like HR when you're doing like CVs and quite I think quite a lot of that is already kind of automated already so like when you when you you know usually it's quite you know self-serve so you enter in your your own details yourself so imagine in the past you would have to send your cv and then somebody would have to type it up but these but these days you just upload it and quite a lot of it is self-serve already but i think i think just in general the um, admin admin tasks that 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 get done um trying to think of some examples um of admin but just in general admin admin, administrator jobs trying to think of yeah no i agree admin also just research general jobs where you have to do a lot of research where it requires scouring through books or internet and then summarizing that information or ai could do that in a few seconds so you know and they can you know have all the the list of of research they could i they could cite it cite the sources as well so you can verify the interpretation so i think all of those jobs which you know a lot of it is cumbersome it's time time consuming work mm-hmm. if you're having to look through a lot of journals or a lot of you know former cases or lots of research online whether that be marketing finance legal then that's something that ai could quickly do so i think those jobs are definitely at risk so i think yeah a lot of the administrative jobs jobs that require are quite time intensive um but that you know it, it's about consolidating information that's already out there I think those are the jobs that seem to be most at risk from from AI being able to to replace that. Um, whereas I think jobs that require a little bit more innovation, creativity, a lot of you know thought and you know that empathy. I think those sorts of jobs will probably be less likely to be replaced by by AI for the, for the time being. <laughs> yeah, for the time being, um, as well as as well as funnily enough. Um, so there's jobs that are quite manual in in intensive um in nature. So if you're a builder, for example, if you're a painter, decorator, um, if you're a dance teacher or a dancer, if you do hair or uh, makeup, these are uh, professions that um you know for, for a long time have not been looked at in the best light because they they're not in line with the technology age. The technology age has been seen as the glitz and the glam in terms of work roles, but actually those jobs, funnily enough, are the ones that the technology jobs are the ones that ai could definitely replace as we've seen um whereas the jobs that are you know that you do with your hands or with your feet or you know with your with your with your person those are the jobs that seem that you know you won't be able to replace them with ai for, quite, for now it's quite quite interesting though because there was this like job boom like you know during the internet age where coding was the now the new sort of uh gold mine now so if you're not if you're doing coding it was like they were getting huge these engineers and so on so imagine like twitter and facebook and all these kind of tech companies you know they 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 were seen as the real um what's it called like because because there was like i think there was a shortage at one point isn't it of those tech engineers so they imagine they would have would have been getting a lot of money and there was a lot of people trying to train for it but now it seems like uh yeah their their roles are under threats as well so yeah there was a shortage and then there was a huge demand in companies wanting to um you know get online so to speak they wanted to be 
you know, you know, up to date with the digital era. They wanted to try new things. So they needed, like you said, they desperately needed people that, you know, were very trained in technology, whether that be coders, software developers, etc. So like you said, they were, you know, very lucrative jobs because they had a very specialized skill set that was very, very high in demand across a whole range of industries. But as you and even me, I thought, wow, their jobs are safe, their jobs are secure because any advances in technology, it's they are the ones that are going to be implementing it. As I thought, it's a sweet job, not realizing that actually AI, machine learning, chat GPT, they can do the coding. You know, if you give it the inputs, you know, they're logical, it it can, you know, provide the outputs or the coding outputs that you need in order to, um, you know, create the, the digital demand. So actually their jobs are under threat as well. So, um, yeah, so very, very interesting and not something that I anticipated. And there's also some, you know, some areas that we've not even touched on, like engineering, for example, because um, they tend to do quite a lot of testing. Um, so, like, you know, if you were to have like a, you know, like formula in Formula One, for example, when they're trying to, you know, um, try and, trying to find the wins, trying to find the 1% win, uh, wins in the in the front wing you know trying to make change the shape or whatever they do quite a lot of testing of changing quite a lot of small things to see to see what it does so you can imagine if ai perhaps could be able might might be able to start doing those tests itself you know just saying okay let's take this front wing or let's take this uh rear end okay let's test it under different um conditions and see what it comes up with so it's uh yeah i think it could touch so many and you know they were talking about the um acting the other day as well acting acting place acting places as well like cinema i think there was a writer there's a writer strike at the moment going on in america and i think one of the one of the points i think you mentioned it last week that one of the points was that they that they wanted to um they wanted to include in a contract that uh, chat gpt that their roles can't be replaced by chat gpt or there's some kind of limit on chat gpt i haven't got the exact details but it was um i'm pretty sure chat gpt was included in their in their proposals so it seems like there's a real fear in the you know um in the uh movie industry as well uh, in terms of this new with this new technology yeah the film and tv industry because if you ask chat gpt or any other ai chatbot to write a script on a particular topic it will write a full script so uh, script writers as part of their negotiations with the studios are reportedly requesting that the you know as part of the terms and conditions their jobs cannot be replaced by by ai so we'll see how that goes how those negotiations go because to be honest, the script writers might find AI useful themselves when it comes to aspects of the script writing or developing a storyline. Uh, like you said, it, or you were alluding to earlier, it goes into, you know, a lot, a lot of it. At the, a lot of talk at the moment is the fear of AI and what AI, the the damage AI can do. But actually, AI can also be helpful. And I think a lot of the developers of AI, so for example, OpenAI developed ChatGPT, and they stated that part of their desire was to create something that could help humanity so they wanted it to be of, of service and to help so if there is a way that people can you know implement it into their lives it can actually help be helpful as opposed to seeing it as a, as a direct threat or only seeing it as a threat it can also be seen as a help as well yeah yeah absolutely it could be an opportunity in quite a lot of ways to to advance quite a lot of things so 
Yeah, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see um sort of the new developments. I, I'm pretty sure there'll be lots of companies that because there's always when there's a new technology, when you just think new technology always up there's always opportunity. So you can imagine every every single technology change that there's been, there's always been someone that comes along and you know um combines it with something that's exist as existing. Yeah, someone that comes along and combines it with with an existing what's being done in the existing world so you can imagine like internet quite a lot of the businesses has, has just been kind of like i kind of see it like as a sort of like a formula isn't it sort of like it was you had you know obvious maybe an obvious example would be films so you had uh sorry like um the, the video rented markets so you had a video rented market and someone just came along and said oh let's combine that with the internet you know you had the clothes that were sold in shops someone came along oh let's combine that with the internet you have your online shopping you had, you know, um, we used to go into travel agents, travel agent shops. And then someone thought, mm, let's combine that with the internet. So each industry kept on, oh, let's combine that with the internet. So I think if you're going to start to get that with the chat GPT. Oh, let's, you know, so you're going to have your, uh, you know, uh, your your different industries and people are going to start, oh, let's start thinking, oh, let's combine that with the with uh, chat GPT. Let's see what it does. So certainly there'll be new opportunities, opportunities in terms of business, opportunities to move ahead. Um, it will be interesting interesting to see the opportunities and how people use it to to get ahead in the future for sure yeah i agree that there'll be resistance yeah i agree there there'll be resistance but then acceptance and you know people will see the, the benefits of them um yeah even for example when you'd go to a fast food restaurant you used to go to the counter and order then they started introducing digital kiosks where you could order at, at that point, at the, those sort of digital points. Yeah. And now I think if you went to somewhere or even self-checkout machines, mm. if you were to enter an establishment and there wasn't a self-checkout, you would yeah. be quite annoyed because yeah, you'd, exactly. it's quicker to be yeah, able to... The, the self-checkout is a great example because, yeah, you could you remember before, like sometimes when I used to go to, I would use Lidl as an example. Uh, sometimes there'll be, I'd go into Lidl and there'd be like such huge queues and I'd only really want one one or two things. And it was a bit unfair that I had to now wait in this extremely long queue that doesn't that takes a really long time to move. And people have got like their weekly shopping and I'm literally just buying two items. So inevitably I'll get frustrated and then just walk out. Uh, sometimes it depends what I'm buying, if it's really important or not. But you know, now they've got their self-checkout. So instead of instead of that, I can just save time and just use the self-checkout. So it's so much, um, such a big time saver. Um, so yeah, so we've seen the benefits there. And like you said, it would be quite odd if you went into a shop and it didn't have self-checkout. So yeah, we've, we've certainly seen the benefits. Um, I do think that eventually they all probably need some kind of regulation to it because although it can be used as a force for good, I do, I do also worry that maybe in the wrong hands, it could be also used um, in a negative way as well. So I do, I do feel like they will need to have some kind of regulation to it, um, to make sure that it's not. And in fact, I think that started to happen, isn't it? Um, in one of the ChatGPT releases, people found out ways to, um, uh, people found out ways to basically get the ChatGPT to do things that they wasn't intending it to do. I think it was, was it Dan? Was it was it Dan or Dan Code or something like that? I'm not, I'm not sure what the name was, but. But they started to um, uh, they started to yeah get get ChatGPT get ChatGPT to do things that it wasn't intended to do, 
So then they, I believe they stopped it for a while and then um, they stopped it for a while, then uh, then uh, reprogr- reprogrammed it and then put it back up. So put some safeguards in place, then put it back up. But that's exactly the kind of regulation they're going to need because I can also see some people trying to take advantage of it and we don't want that. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, we'll definitely, uh, this is definitely a topic we'll revisit again in the future. We'll see um, how things develop with regards to AI and, and you know, the world of business. Um, but let us know your thoughts down below um, about BT announcing their, their job cuts, about AI replacing, um, you know, a fifth of those jobs that will be will be cut. Um, and what, what your thoughts are about AI and ChatGPT? Have you used it? Have you used any of the AI chatbots? What have you, how, how have you found them so far? Um, let us know your thoughts down b- below and uh, k- uh, let's start a conversation. Uh, be engaged with us. Yes. Yes. And also just how you feel about ChatGPT as well. Do you feel like your job is at risk? Are you worried um, about ChatGPT? How do you, do you see it as an opportunity? Do you see it as a threat? It'd be great to hear your thoughts down below. Thanks for listening. Thanks, Sabe.